0: Gentlemen, welcome to the Be The Man Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Denning. I'm the creator and coach inside the Be The Man Masterclass and Tribe. Today, my guest is my friend, Jacob Hiller. We came across, we crossed paths multiple times as we are out traveling the world. And he is the creator of the Jump Manual and has sold millions of copies of his book. But his story is absolutely inspiring and instructive as he became obsessed with jumping, but not just jumping. It was the idea of peak performance. Like, how do we get this so dialed in, and then replicate it? How can I teach others? And so he created the Jump Manual, and uh, it, he his his vertical leap and his fitness and his story is super inspiring. But he's also been able to help so many people around the world increase their physical fitness. And so if you're if you're at all interested in physical fitness and vertical jump, as I am, you'll love and appreciate this, but it, it goes beyond that because we talk about how those principles of being obsessed with jumping carry over to other areas of life. For one, creating his hugely successful business and then his, his travel lifestyle, but also how we can take this obsession, this curiosity, this passion, this drive to ask the right questions and find the right answers and, and bring it into our life. So, jump in i know you're gonna enjoy this conversation with jacob and learn a lot i learned so much and was super inspired by his story i know you're gonna enjoy this let's go all right jacob thanks thanks for being here man i'm it, it, well it's fun just on a personal note it's fun catching up with you again bro um yeah and it's, it's been a lot of years that have been uh watching your travels and, and our travels and crossing paths years ago I had some fun memories man just wasn't well, that guatemala yeah we did that's a we were out of the lake on the water you guys have that place right there on the water man it's some fun fun memories man fun memories connecting yeah. um but brother i'm glad to have you here because you, you've got some you've done a well a bunch of traveling um all over the place so i want to maybe touch on that some of that and then and business and expertise but, but let's just back up give us a bit of background like how did you get um so deep into what you what you do and jumping well even the whole background anything anything's free game Like, give us your background how you get you 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 carved out a space for yourself in in the jump world and it's pretty amazing so give us some of the background story there
1: so yeah you know when i when that started going and people started buying our book about how to jump higher um they started buying my book and it was like um you know, where'd you come up with the idea for this niche and things like that. And um, to be honest, like since, since I was a kid, there was just a little obsession. I don't know whether it was watching like dunk videos, but I was like, man, one day, one day I want to get this, you know, and I would buy the boots and I'd buy these training programs and I lived out in the country on a farm. And um, so we would just, I would, I would get the, you know, these programs. And then one day when I was on my mission trip, um, I started kind of cracking the code in the mornings, you know, before I go out doing missionary work, started like doing some exercises and I'd go out to the playgrounds and I was finally starting to jump higher. I was finally starting wow, to crack the yes. these weird exercises. Um, I didn't have much, but I, I would use like cans of gas, you know, in these countries where you got to use propane tanks. And so I was using propane tanks for my exercise and I was like, Oh, this is, this is it. Wait, and hold on. Home.
0: Like you were holding, you're holding them and and jumping? Like yeah. give us an idea what those exercises look like. You got two Yeah, exactly. Hold yes. them Yeah. Yes. And it was just
1: like I started gathering this theory and like I I I'm just that type of person like I just started getting super deep into it and then I started strapped like when I got home from my mission, I started strapping up like electrodes to myself and like seeing what what muscles fired when I did certain things. And if, when I jumped the same neural patterns were firing and um, you know, maybe about three or four months after I got home, I started kind of getting my head to the rim and it was like, Oh shoot, this is crazy. Turned on YouTube, started talking about it. People asked questions. I didn't even know that there was a whole, you know, other people doing this. I was just like, man, I kind of cracked the code. They're like, man, you need to write us an ebook. So I started writing an ebook and then next thing I know it's starting to sell and then it's starting to sell more, starting to sell more. And, I'm just, and then suddenly I'm like with this and then I, next thing I know I'm dropping out of school and it was like, you know, we had sold tens of thousands and then I'd sold hundreds of thousands of them up to a hundred thousand of them. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was a uh, unexpected and just more of a, a product of an obsession. And it was like a strategy or plan it was like oh, i've got to figure out how to make a website got to figure out how to get an affiliate program and um each step was just uh an awkward first step into into new space for me and um so yeah that's how it happened and then i ended up just traveling and selling the book and and, and that's that's what what happened
0: Ah, oh, so cool. Um, <laughs> and it's such a cool story. And I love. I want to. I want to circle back to several of the things. But I love this idea of like you just. Well, you can even tell you just fell in love with a thing, um, which a lot of guys do, right? We, we fall in love with something. We get excited about something. I don't. I'm. A, I'm an excitable guy, and I know a bunch of you and, and a bunch of guys will will relate to this. Like, you go to a martial arts gym, and while you're there, you're like, dude, I want to be a ninja. <laughs> and then you go to the weight room, you're like. I want to be, I want to be stacked. Right. Or or you go out on the basketball court or volleyball court and you're like, I want to jump out of the gym. Like I I always want to dumb it. And so we get this excitement, but I think for a lot of people, it, it, it it kind of fizzles off, right. It, they'll they'll go a little bit with it here and there, but it it goes off. I love how you're saying your obsession led you like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. What what was that? What what took you deeper, do you think?
1: I don't know if it's my personality, but I'm just the type of person that, like, I don't know why I never gave up because, like, I tried a program, and it didn't work. And I got the shoes, and it didn't work. And they told me to go run stairs, and it didn't work. And it was just, like, I, I don't know why, but I was going to <laughs> jump high. <laughs> like, it just wasn't going to stop. And, like, even went into college, and then, like, So when it finally started working, I'm like, this is actually getting traction and it got higher and higher. And like, I'd go back to the gym and people were like, yo, what, what What? happened to you? And I'd be just jumping out of the gym, like get touching my head to the rim and just, just dunking for, you know, it's just my thing. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just since, I mean, we got, we got videos of me running outside, you know, the moon boots, they have like little trampolines on them. Like when I'm like nine years old. And so like, you know, the strength shoes that had the platforms, like my, they were too big. They're my brother. So I would put my actual shoes inside Inside? of them. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm just the type of person. I think that when it's like, and the good thing is it worked because, (laughs) you know, maybe it wouldn't have, I don't know. And I'd have just spent all that time, but I was learning stuff, you know, I was always learning. And then when it got to the level of like, okay, you know what? I figured out that you could strap electrodes to, to yourself. Where do I get one of those? And so I went to Vancouver and bought one of these machines for like $2,000 and just like started strapping stuff on, watching the screen, seeing like the EMG, you know? Um, So it was just like, how far can you take it? So,
0: man, this, this is so cool to hear you say this. I didn't, I didn't know the details of that, the, the story, but it's amazing the guys I keep interviewing. There's these common denominators, and that's one of them. It's like I'm going to figure this out, and I'm I'm just going to keep pushing until I do. And man, I love that you did that. So just just for for fun for these guys, because you and I had talked about it before. Tell us how tall you are, and tell us like like how high was your vertical when you were like at your peak.
1: So you know, I'm six three, six three or six four.
0: we'll stop right there, because some people might be like, maybe he's like six, seven or so, six, three, six, four. And you're getting your head to the rim like that is.
1: (laughs) So so like at my height, uh, I was always able to kind of measure my vertical based on how close my head was to the rim. Um, And that's how you also like you hear like NBA players jump like 50 inches. Well, for example, at my height, 40, 44 inches, 43 inches is like head to the rim. you know, at six, three, six, four, 44 inches. So when you hear that a basketball player like LeBron James, they say, Oh, he's got a 46 inch vertical. Just keep in mind, if he, if he jumps 46 inches and he's six foot nine, then the rim would be here. You know what I mean? So, uh, um, it gives you an idea of like how, how high people are really jumping, you know, to to be, to be six, nine and jump 46 inches, LeBron James, the, the, the rim would be at his neck. Yeah. So, Um, yeah, I was about a 43, 44 inch vertical and yeah, (laughs) Uh, that's so awesome. And then, you know, I didn't figure, I didn't figure out the craziest stuff till I was probably 34. So like I figured out a big chunk of it and then I figured out some more stuff with some bands, like elastic bands that I, that I kind of figured out. And by the time I was 35, I was probably jumping the highest I jumped in my life. And I was like, man, if I'd been doing this and since I was nineteen,
0: yeah, <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, okay, well, okay, a couple. I got all kinds of questions firing here. I want to dive into the, the things, some of the things you figured out that just work. Um, but what, what are, what are total sales so far on your ebook? Do you have any, any, any guesstimate? They're probably around eight million, probably eight million In sales. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, brother. That is so cool, man. So cool. Okay, so share share just a couple of things like w- w- those those pivot points where it's almost like I don't know if you're familiar with the the it's called the mastery curve or the path of mastery. It's like where you go up, you hit a boost, you go up, and then you're trying to figure things out for a while, and then you hit another boost. And it sounds like your story was kind of like that: hit something, then going for a while, and then hit another thing. Yeah. What What were at those markers where things just like whoa? I really felt the difference there.
1: You know. When I was on my mission and I started doing these exercises, and I was like, it's gotta be the exercise has gotta look like the activity. And you know, a lot of that is kind of true for a lot of things and in life, like you get people doing all these calf raises and these things, but I realized like the movement that's gonna relate to reality has gotta look a lot like the movement you're practicing. And so functional, it was like
0: functional fitness at its yeah, best. Yeah, it was like <sighs>
1: right. It was like, oh, oh, well, you know. And so, and the intensity levels got to go higher. And then I realized like, Hey, strength plus the quickness, that's what explosion is when you put the two together. And so I think those were the first moments, but I don't, it's hard to pinpoint at what moment I i realized that I was an expert at the subject, because I think for a long time, I didn't consider myself to be one. And I don't know that I ever would have had I not like started doing interviews with other people who were considered professionals and starting to think kind of disagree, you know what I mean? Or like, kind of like, uh, realizing that I had answers, you know, that were different or that I liked better or that these people who you kind of put them on a pedestal of like, they, they're absolutely, you know, astronomical experts. They know so much more than you realize, like, actually, actually no. And, uh, I don't know when I transitioned from
0: that's huge enthusiast,
1: to the guy who had the answers for everybody to maybe I know more about this subject than anybody else in the world. Um, and was, and I, and I'll, you know, something else that's interesting about being an expert, so to speak, is like, um, you just, yeah. Like how you, how you qualify for it, how you, how you you just keep gathering. If you, if somebody would have given me my plan that I did and said, Hey, go do the go do this plan and it would have worked i wouldn't have been qualified to teach it the way i do
0: right
1: you know what i mean so it's like the struggle the needing to like figure out why that doesn't work why that doesn't work why that doesn't work qualified me to get in front of people they ask me a question and speak with you know authority about why things work or don't work and when somebody gives you a plan and says go do this and it works well you got it's hard for you to feel the, the authority to teach that plan. And so I find that that's sometimes like when I learn a new thing, I'm just, I'm a little reticent to want to take a plan, even though I know it'll make my life easier because when I get through my own struggle, do my own stupid things, make my own failures. You also just like have this qualification for understanding why and what works, what doesn't work. So um, I have a certain respect for, Getting there on my own. Right. <laughs> Even though I'm like some of the stuff I'm like, man. And 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 sometimes I look back on stuff and I'm like, hey, people were teaching this thing in another way, but I couldn't understand it until I came up with my own name for it, came up with my own process for it. Sometimes people be like, yo, what you what you said has been invented already. But it didn't matter because I invented it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I had yeah. my name for it. And I had my discovery for it. So um I don't know whether it's always smart to just take your own path and not take outside information. And that wasn't really my plan. I was just kind of that guy, but yeah.
0: There's man, there's something to be said there um, about the trial and error. Personal experience. Like when you get your hands on it and and you work through it and you you're, you're in love with it. You're, you're pushing, you're willing to push through the, the failure and the successes and and come out with your own story, like there, there's something to be said for that. I, I feel that way yeah. about travel. I'm sure you have too. It's like you like my buddies. Okay. Well, I was just thinking the other day, because you guys spent a bunch of time in South Africa, right? Um, and our friends, our friends just flew in from South Africa. They were just down there and they they were telling us all the, the most epic stories about South Africa. But I've never been. And so I'm hearing this, I'm seeing their pictures, it's great. But when you go to a place. Like now, you're like, I got this, and, and so you and I yeah. we talk about Guatemala, and I can immediately picture, oh yeah, where you were on that little village in the hill over the lake, right? And it fills in. Yeah. There's something to be said about your own personal experience with it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, man, that's so cool. Um, so, you're you're, well, give us give us some of those exercises i know i mean and i i yeah, highly recommend cool. your manual and everyone everyone should get the manual if you have any desire to jump for for basketball or volleyball or whatever i mean when you and this is the coolest thing and you're going to explain this like when your body is able to do things that you want it to do and it responds that is the coolest feeling it is the coolest feeling and, and i know yeah. that's listening will understand that like when you when you pay a price to work on any part of your body and then I mean, you can just be getting up from the couch and like, everything's tight and you're like, Oh, I got yes. ass, but like Yeah. Are you can wrestle with your kids <laughs> still? Right. Um, yeah. when your, when your body does that, it's, it's the most incredible feeling. So what, what started to work, man?
1: You know, so when I came down to it, so the jump manual was about nine different variables. And when, when people are like, Hey man, you know, show me, I, I, I tell them the big three, um, <laughs> and the big three for jumping higher are strength because without strength, you can't move. You can't move weight. And if you can't move weight, you can't move it fast. So you got to be strong. You got to have a a certain amount of strength. Then you got to have quickness and quickness is really about your brain. It's about your central nervous system. And it's about a skill. Jumping is a skill. Just like some people can snap their fingers with their left hand. They can't with their right or vice versa. It's not that your right hand is stronger or if you throw a baseball you could throw a baseball way faster with your right hand than your left hand not that your left hand is stronger it's that the the nervous system skill the skill set of firing your muscles and orchestrating them in a certain pattern um exactly and you do that through repetition and uh so the central nervous system quickness is is part of that you put the strength together and the and the the neural pattern together and now you got explosiveness Um, If you're only strong, maybe you can push weight, but you can't push it fast. So you got to learn how to use the strength that you have within this, this skill set, this neural pattern. So, I mean, jumping is like snapping your fingers or throwing a baseball. It's a neural pattern that you groove and you groove it with your strength. So that, and and so that's technique. So those three things all together, your technique, your strength and that neural pattern, um, they, they work together. Those are the big three. And so.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, it's so, so cool. And and well, I, I love that you just explained that. Sorry, I, I like to geek out about this stuff too. Um, quickness, because you, you'd think, well, where does quickness come from? Is it, a, is it a different type of muscle? Is it a different body part? But I love what you're saying there. It's like, it's the central nervous system and it's neural patterns. And you're literally training your brain and your body to work in conjunction to do something. That's right. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. So one thing that you know, the last stuff that was working faster and better than anything else is I would take a barbell and I would put um bands hanging from the barbell. So a little bit of weight, and I put the barbell, and I take bands and I hang them down and strap them to like a few kettlebells so they could move or an anchor if I had them. So now you have you have the you know the resistance element, right? But You know, if you take a phone, for example, you throw this phone in the air, it takes inertia. Or if you drop your hand, the phone stays in the air for a second and drops, right? When you got the bands, you can't escape the resistance of the bands. So it's pulling down on you faster than gravity, much faster than gravity. So when you get in the jump position and you're, you're going through the exact same joint angles, because your strength needs to be at the specific joint angles that you jump. Strength is specific to your joint angle. So you got the barbell on you, it's pulling on you faster than gravity. And then when you drop down into the jumping position, now you're not escaping that weight for a second and experiencing no resistance. So you're experiencing an eccentric resistance, no matter how fast you drop down. And then when you push back to your explosive phase, now you're pushing against a resistance that is not only strong, but it's fast. And so, when the resistance is fast, that means your your body is firing fast. And so, bands um, they give you an opportunity to train faster than gravity. And so, if you're doing that at a high resistance, if you're doing that pushing a strong neural drive, then now you're training your body's joint angles. You're training it in high resistance. You're training it with a specific movement, and you're training it to fire. Like if you if you had that screen hooked up and you had the you know the EMG machine firing, you'd see hey all the right joint angles and muscles are firing, they're just firing faster and they're just firing at greater amplitudes than they were if you're training with dead weight. So that's, uh, you know, sport specific, faster than gravity, high resistance and and always training the the movement uh, is going to get you somewhere,
0: jumping. Oh man, this is so cool. And and (laughs) In in my mind, I'm always looking for uh, applicable lessons to life and um, you're hitting so many of them. It's like these formulas, right? So it's like a Venn diagram. You, you, what you have here is like there's this Venn diagram for um, what's for jumping, right? Strength, quickness, technique, and and getting the right at the right angle, and 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 training that way, right? So that you create this Venn diagram, and then the sweet spot, you just nail it. But when well, I love that you said that you can you can train faster than gravity, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you find the system. Like, wait a minute, how can I? How can I just absolutely maximize what I'm trying to learn? And there's, there's tricks to doing this with memorization. There's tricks to doing this with, well, whatever, anything you want, uh, business, relationships, uh, health and fitness, like mind, emotion, spirit, like whatever, like what's the formula. And then how do we get there? Like explosively, right? How do you get there quickly and and figure this yeah. stuff out? Man, I love this. Really love this. Yeah. How, how, how quickly can, you know, people come to you all the time and, and you've worked with so many students, how quickly can people see improvements?
1: You know, there's, there's something that happened if you're a new athlete and you've never really trained this way. I mean, you, you could start to realize inches, you know, in months. And, um, it's because some of those gains, you got gains in different ways. You know, you got gains that come from your muscles breaking down and building back up. And that's a process that takes time. Right. But you also have gains from learning tricks, you know, techniques, like for example, a lot of people don't know that when you jump, you should take a long step followed by a short step because the long step drops your body down lower. You know, your legs are longer. So your body drops lower. And when you perfect that, you you create a better technique you kind of create a trampoline effect when you jump so the technique work you could gain three to six inches you know some people can gain three inches in in a day because they're learning how to jump better just like they're learning how to shoot better it's a technique it's a mechanical advantage through a mechanical strategy so then you have your central nervous system work That over time, you groove a stronger neural pattern, you know, just like throwing a baseball. Like, for example, if you never knew how to throw a baseball, you could turn a corner where you figure out how to orchestrate your body the right way. Now you got a new neural groove and your strength can start pouring into that new neural groove. So your central nervous system work can also sometimes click and you could get three to six inches, you know, pretty quick. Then once you get past your beginner gains, you've mastered the movement, you've mastered the technique. Then you're on the long road. (laughs) Uh, You're on the long road. So like you're going to gain your three, six, eight inches. Now, now you're going to be at at a, at a, at a high level. Right. But if you want to get to elite levels, you literally got to buckle up and you got to be ready for, you know, years of this because people like, Hey, why did my vertical go down? Well, that's because you're training the right things. If you, if you, if you don't have dips, you're not training the right thing. If I train my hand to get stronger, it's not going to affect my vertical negatively, right? But if so, so training your hand has nothing to do with jumping. But when you train exactly the right muscles, the next day you're going to take a dip. Yeah. And that dip means train the right thing. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, so it's like um once you get past those, you know, those initial easy milestones you got to be ready to grind and the grind will mess with you is this working you know and then it's incremental it's like hey you know you've gained maybe six maybe nine inches but if you want to gain you know 12 10 plus inches you got to be getting like you know these type of gains right and um yeah and, and over time those little bitty gains when you're consistent they just pile up yeah. And after a while you realize, holy crap, you know, I'm, I, I've am i reached a level. And so the best way to get there is to everyday track. And like every single day I do a max jump, grooving the neural pattern, figuring out what my baseline is. Right. And then one day it's like, oh, never touch that. I'd always we have this and this is kind of applicable in life. Um, we I, I I taught all my guys like you got to have a mojo and it's an object just out of reach my object just out of reach my mojo right my object just out of reach so it's like and i told guys listen if you're not reaching for your mojo then i don't have any guarantee for you because unless you're reaching every single time you execute then you're not going to be pushing towards that ceiling you're going to be going through the motion and jumping is not something you can go through the motion for. you can't jump a thousand times and jump higher. Nope. You, it's an intensity level improvement thing. So if you don't, what I would do is I'd always have a measuring tape, I'd stick something to the ceiling and I'd know, okay, that's my mojo. I can touch it. Now I got to touch it with my knuckle. Now I got to touch it with my fist. Now I got to touch it with my, so it's just always keeping it just out of reach because jumping, like I said, it's an intensity level thing. It's not an endurance thing at all. You have to always be pushing new levels of intensity.
0: Oh, man, bro, you are throwing down the, the object <laughs> lessons for life here. Y- yeah, you're spot on. That's so applicable to life. And, and I love, 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 love the, the, the research, of the science, the, just the common sense backs that up. If you just go through the motions of it, it, it won't make a difference. Yeah. you have to do it right and you have to do it with intensity you have that's to be right. reaching you have to be chasing something
1: yeah Man, and you know what's bad. crazy is like these things like in middle in, in school it was like we had a coach and he could dunk right and what did he do hey you run stairs you run stairs you don't run stairs to jump higher <laughs> and you know it's just crazy that at these high levels and like what did Michael Jordan do? Everyone, Michael Jordan says, well, I rode my bike a lot. So what do people say? Got to ride your bike. Yeah. You don't ride your bike to jump higher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just funny that like what I'm saying seems so common sense yet go out there in the world and and people are telling you, and I I was, I had a summer where I ran stairs like my life depended on it because yeah. I was like, Hey, this guy can do what I want. Right. He says, run stairs. Boy, I was running stairs and uh, didn't work um but it's just it's just crazy like the things that i say now it's they seem like they're they seem almost common sense when i say them but for a lot of people um they're 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 going a whole they're going down the wrong road yeah. they're going down a back alley you know and so
0: another great uh, life lesson because it's not it's not all that common it's not it's definitely not common practice right that's man it's awesome yeah That is so, and then what you were saying, uh, emphasizing again, like once you get past the big gains, right. Which happens to all of us, we get into something new and exciting and you're like, yeah, this is awesome. You get the burst and man, you get the endorphins and the rush. You're like, this is so cool. I'm making the gains. But you're right. If you're, if you want to go to elite levels in anything, then it's just, you got to put in the work for a long time and the little gains will stack. But too many people pull out because they're like, I do. I worked so hard for that. Like that half inch, like I know, it's not yeah. Enough. That's not enough. I'm out, yeah. and they stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Terrible. And you know what, Greg? I don't know the secret. Like, I wish I knew. Like, what got me through those cold winters, you know, so to speak. Yeah. Like, because sometimes, like, even though I'd done it before, when I'm oh, I'm 30 years old, you know, I'm no longer this 26 year old. I'm I'm like 34 years old, and like it took me months, you know, six months to get to that elite level again. And then a year, you know, and just kept going. But like the first time I did it, I don't know what, I don't know what it was. It was like, Hey, keep going. Hey, keep going. I don't know what, I really don't know what it was, but I know that once I did it once um, it certainly helps. to be like, and it was still hard. There were still times. I was like, is this working? Is this working? And then one day your gains sneak up on you. And I think that's yes. true in life too. It's like, suddenly you're like, yes. you get that day and it's like, Oh, so
0: what? it's working,
1: and that's like that little that little gift that that keeps you that keeps you going in the hard times too.
0: Oh my goodness, that is so good, Man, it Just it makes me think because I you know I get to coach people every day. So do you, and I just keep thinking like whatever it is we're chasing, w- whatever it is you want, if you can if you can stay hungry, and take the same model you're talking about. Uh, don't, don't just listen to the, whatever, ride your bike, run the stairs. Yeah. Like get, get yeah. the little stuff and then stick with it. And, and the days you don't feel like it, well do it anyways. And, and then the gain will sneak up on you <laughs> one day and you'll be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that just popped out of nowhere. Yeah. And it seems like we're so lucky yeah. and it, yeah, it's working. And then you get your reward and then back to work.
1: Yeah you know, you know, what's crazy. And with jumping, like people would get my program and like all the stuff that I'm telling you is in the book. Right. And then they would send me, Hey, it's not working for me. Uh, and they'd send me their videos. Right. And i look at the videos and I'm just thinking to myself as I'm watching their videos and they're doing their exercises. And I'm just like, what are you reaching for? I'm like, I told, I don't know how many times I say in the book, if, if you don't reach a certain, I call it the improvement zone. In the jump manual, I call it the improvement zone. And I show people like, if your training is always at this level, right below the improvement zone, you can do more of it and more of it doesn't matter if you don't touch the improvement zone level of intensity, you never get the super compensatory effect that your body's looking for, period, period. And so like, I'd see people come send me their videos and I'm like, I'm sorry, but you you just not going hard enough you're not hitting the intensity level you know what i mean and it's and you can see it i'm like first of all what are you reaching for and how often have you touched it when's the last time you touched your mojo you haven't touched your mojo you don't even have a mojo you're not even reaching for your mojo and if you don't if you don't i can't help you you can't help yourself because it's not like a marathon running or losing weight like you literally like there'd be nights, like every night to be like, here we go. I mean, I'd am be in my head about it. Just like this time, this jump right here is going to be the one. Nope. This jump right here is going to be the one. Nope. And you know what I mean? It's just like, you got to, you got to bring it each one.
0: This is huge. So even if you get to the point where you're doing the right thing, the right way, you've got to have the mojo. You've got to get improvement. I love that improvement zone intensity. Like, are yeah. you willing to just put it all on the table right now and be like, let's go for this moment.
1: Let's yeah. This Cause if way. you don't hit that, there's a with jumping because it requires your central nervous system to spike at a higher level than it's ever spiked. It requires your muscles to be taxed at a level that induces the super compensatory growth effect. So in order to hit both of those levels, you have you have to hit a certain intensity level. And if you don't hit it, you just can't, you just can't grow.
0: You just can't do it. So awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, let's <laughs> let's kind of shift into the business aspect of and take take these things. Like I love you just started throwing things on YouTube and there was a response to it. Then you wrote your book and you got sales from there and you, you kind of referenced earlier, you had, you know, each awkward first step. How did, cause I know you facilitated business growth. I mean, there was a lot, it just started going cause you were results don't lie, man. So you, you got results for yourself and results for others. Like, well, that just takes off, but then how, what, what were some of those business strategies that worked for you? What, what worked in business to really get explosive growth?
1: Yeah. You know, I think that the first thing that really worked for me was every piece of content that I made was for somebody. So when some, when I would make a YouTube video, people would ask these questions. So I've had times where like, maybe I talk about a video because it's interesting or I think that the content is impactful, right? But the way I created my content was like, every single video is directed at some single person, some real person who had a question about something. And so I think making videos and content that was focused on certain people, every single thing, somebody else was going through that struggle. And so I think that was a big thing. It's just like, hey, figuring out how to release content that impacted one person and having a flow for that, not overthinking it like my 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 production quality was never the highest. But the content that I produced always helped one person, and somebody on there would be like, "Yo, that's my question," and then, you know, there'd be others. I looked at my channel the other day, and I'm, I'm astounded that that there's still some of my stupid videos are still just like I made this video about how to palm basketball. Some kid want to know how to palm basketball. Like, I had gone through that struggle, so I've, and like that video turns out to be one of my biggest videos ever. <laughs> um so just making content that that isn't what we think is cool but is resonating is going to touch one person was helpful
0: that's massive you're speaking to what well, what it does is it keeps you speaking to to people to a person it's not yeah. this objective crowd you like hey brother i'm i'm talking to you and then it resonates it kind of changes the voice and the tone and yeah and that's powerful
1: Right. Yeah. Because it can be easy. Like, you know, you know, your topic it can be easy, to be like, but okay, I'm going to talk about such and such thing and maybe it'll impact somebody. But sometimes we're talking to ourselves at that point and we don't know, you know, but what I would do is I would just make a list of every question I had. Right. I'd turn on the camera and I'd answer one question and then I'd clap and I'd answer another one and I'd clap and I'd answer another one. And in an hour, I'd have, you know, 20 pieces of content yeah. and I'd just cut all those up distribute them, you know, have somebody transcribe them, write them on the blog, you know, distribute them to every site I could. And so it was just like, and then once I answered those questions, a hundred more questions came in. And after a while, I was like, man, I feel like I've answered every single question in this marketplace. And then that's where it was challenging to me, Greg, is it was like, okay, I've answered this question 500 times, but the same, but people are still asking. And so you just see, I'm curious right
0: there. Then what, then what, when you've answered it, yeah, you've you know
1: it? what, you just, you just keep addressing people, you know, for me, I just keep addressing people and somebody who I think is the master at this is, I don't know if you've heard of the knees over toes guy. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's an interesting guy. What well, I love him because like when I was in, in 2000, like eight, nine, like I was telling people, Hey, when you jump, guess what happens to your knees? They go over your toes. And at this time it was like, people were like, never squat over your toes, right? And so like, I, I kind of got in, in the fire for people saying, hey, you can't do that. And I was like, well, look at your jumping. If you don't train for that position, you're just gonna be vulnerable in it. And I love that this guy took that concept on his own. And he he made that his USP, you know, he made that his unique position. But if you look at his videos, I swear he talks about the same thing every single video.
0: Yep. yep. <laughs>
1: but like it's engaging and like he talks about it with passion and like he's just doing it every day. And I think like, and you see, you see what he's been able to accomplish athletically too. And like he just shows that, like, hey, it's this is he just he just shares his grind. And um, I think that's what it was for me too. It's just like, yo, I was doing it every day. And so, you know, sharing, that, like, hey, you you got it, you gotta you know um embrace you know the struggle and and just keep addressing people
0: and and yes man live living what you're teaching one of the things i love to say is like if you don't live the message then you just suck as the messenger right (laughs) and so like i love it just sharing your own grind staying in it going after it and then yeah and, and there is there is this repetition but it can still be engaging and the people still the passion and hear the message and you're, well, I can see this genuine desire you have to help people reach their goals. If they want to jump, man, you're like, I, I can help you do that. And that's a, that's a cool thing.
1: It's funny. Cause like it's jumping, but it became a platform for like, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, I got to touch people in certain ways. And like, even though it's just jumping, like it's just anything, you know? E- everything you do is just anything. And so how you approach it and and how you get to touch people and like even just the nuances of how you speak to people, like it became something where I felt like I had a tribe and you know, like I had a platform to just you, 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 yeah it's just interesting that like that that became my tribe those people yeah. became my people and you know they would send me messages like oh my gosh you have no idea what you did i'm gonna name my child after you know, You get these like kids who <laughs> dunk for the first time like i had kids be like i'm gonna name my child after you <laughs> and they're totally serious <laughs> you know? oh,
0: that's awesome man yeah and you build a community around it you get your tribe of people you connect you're, you're helping people reach their goals you right. That's a great point, man. It You could say, oh, it's just jumping or it's, it's just anything. But if you're helping people reach the things they want, if you're helping people, well, this is like, this is a classic Zig Ziller. Like to get the things you want, help people get the things that they want. And, and that's what you've done, man.
1: Yeah. And they were just, every one of those people was me. I was like, man, I know what it's like to be that kid. And for some reason, the jumping obsession, I don't know if you ever had it, Greg. Oh yeah, man. I don't know what gave it to me, but I was just like, "It was the thing." I was like, "To float like that, to fly like that, that's that's the thing." Yeah. (laughs) And now that I'm older, I'm just like, you know, it's not quite as important to me to reach those levels, and and to and to jump like that. Like I had surgery on my bicep. Yeah, I'm I'm, I've aged. You know, I've gone through pains, and I'm at a different stage in my life. But I look back on it, I'm just like, man, how amazing was it that that was it for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? That was everything. That was at one point my life, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it's so cool. No, I did. I played uh, I played volleyball. Uh, we had a sand volleyball court in in the backyard. And then I got on a junior Olympic team and then even played a little bit in college level. And so, yeah, I was, I was obsessed, same with jumping. And I, had, at one point had a high yeah. vertical. I, I love it. That feeling of just, yes. just popping and like, Oh yes, I'm going to smash. This. Yeah. The right. Of... And I think
1: maybe it's jumping because like somehow you feel like when you, when you can overcome that you're, you're greater than human. I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know why that thing, you know, and you know, it can take any, a lot of the people who I had, it was for basketball, but then we had people like didn't know badminton jumping was a big deal. in badminton I had a whole Chinese group of people always coming to me. I had people who did um ice skating and it was a big thing like jumping for ice skating. I had people who did it for parkour training. So it's like, I didn't realize like Ooh. I was always doing it for basketball, but there was this whole I had a baseball, a baseball team was like, can you come teach us to jump for baseball? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I said at the time I was like, they're like, well, we noticed that our highest jumpers are our hardest hitters because it's the same
0: power. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) That's incredible. That's super cool. Well, he, oh man, my son does parkour. He's actually he's a stuntman now. I don't know if you met know, Parker's doing stunts. Oh 30. really? Yeah, he's a professional stuntman oh, cool. here in Atlanta. Wow. And he does the parkour, but doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, right. <laughs> he just gets into it, but and and the kid is jumping and jumps a ton and and it makes a huge difference in the things he's able to do, uh, which is really yeah, cool. I love it. Yeah. So I mean, okay, for man. Me, like,
1: I glor- I glorified it for me. I always said that hey. Jumping is the most athletic thing a human being can do. And it it informs every other athletic or non-athletic thing you do with your body. So that's how I glorified it to me. And I still, I still believe that to a high degree that it's like, Hey, we're not just training to jump higher. We're training the most elite type of movement, the most complex type of movement that requires all your systems, your strength, you know, your tendons, everything. So like, um, yeah that's in my mind it was like this is the ultimate human you know achievement
0: (laughs) and it's like but and you're fighting like gravity so i love it and it's that combination of 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 you have to want it and then have the strength and the technique and the explosion right and the quickness and it takes the time and training and then you're you're defying gravity to a point of like i'm see how high i can get off the earth of my own efforts dude there's some cool there's some cool life lessons right there man i love that yeah um let's just let's just touch for a moment like what how how succeeding in your passion since you were a kid man just chasing this down and working through it and it sounds like you didn't grow up thinking oh i'm gonna make this my business like, but it became your business how did How did success then play out to other areas of your life? like I know one was traveling like crazy investments like just just share a little bit of like some of the the side benefits of of ch- chasing greatness,
1: yeah, you know from from uh from an actual perspective, it's like one of the first problems I had was like, hey, how am i gonna I gotta figure out a website so like had to figure that out and i'm the type of person who was going to do it on my own and then it was like oh now i got to figure out how to do customer support you know i've got uh, thousands of people and i i'm overwhelmed by email and i think about like how could i do this and then so like one thing led to another so then it was like ebooks like where when i was in when i was doing this ebooks were not easy yeah. and so i created an ebook software and so they just led me and i've noticed that's the pattern like not know how to do something get obsessed about it my passion then pours over to sharing it with other people and then selling it and for me that's that's kind of my pattern is like figure something out and then I understand the struggle and it's not until I understand the struggle that I really feel like I start really helping people and um I think so in, in a weird way I don't know if it's being stupid or hard headed but being someone who struggles with things somehow always qualifies me to, to get to the next step. Whereas like if I had just had somebody build my website or if I had just had somebody do the customer support. Um, so it's almost like going the hard path, um, figuring it out on my own always would qualify me for what I was gonna do in my next step. So almost every everything I did was you know, something I created to overcome a struggle. And then that struggle qualified my passion to be like, other people are struggling with this. Um, that's why even now today, like there's so many good tools out there for us, but there's no tools out there that'll go help you struggle. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes you need that struggle, um, just, just to qualify. And, um, so I'm always just grateful for the struggle, even though I never am in the moment. Um, I, I'm just grateful for the struggle and grateful for having seen so many things to fruition. And then you just realize like, Hey, is this the grind? Yep. This is the grind. And here we are. And so just like in jumping, like, got to bring that intensity and that passion to every day of the grind or your grind is just going to plane off. Yeah. So.
0: Oh man. that That's one of my new favorite quotes right there, brothers. The, the struggle is the qualifier, man. It, it really is and if yeah if at some point just at this personal level between you and you yeah are you willing to struggle with something are you willing to show up and and pay what's on the price tag of whatever the whatever yeah. it is you want and the struggle is a really
1: interesting space dude because like had so like we said somebody had given me the the jump manual when i was 19 and it worked and I even surpassed the levels of athleticism that I, you know, I would have never been like, you know what, I'm going to teach that to the masses. You know what I mean? Never, never would he cross my mind. You know what I mean? And when you're in the struggle space, you're in this space where like, I, you know, I had to decide that that was my struggle, you know, Um, but I could have just said there was a lot of things that I decided that's not my struggle. And so I don't understand. And you probably do being, you know, more of a life coach, like, what things qualify to be your struggle like what are you going to wrestle with and you know you got to choose them because when you're there it's like you got to something in you has to say that struggle there's a light at the end of that tunnel there's not at the end of that one you know and so struggle is almost stupidity (laughs) you know what i mean it's almost stupidity um because i had times where like my brother was like yo bro what are you doing like you're not not everybody can dunk, you know, not everybody can do this. Like, what are you doing? Like, just give it up. Like you're just gonna, you're, you're, it's not going to happen. And you're just going to be wasting your time and you're going to disappoint yourself. And so struggle is, wow. yeah. Right. You know, struggles, struggles, that place, it's almost failure. It's yeah. almost stupidity. It's almost waste. It's almost disappointment. And, like, I still don't understand it, but, you know, I'm somebody who
0: struggles. <laughs> oh, man. I'm I'm taking notes here, brother, because it's, there's just, there's so many applicable lessons here. You're right. You're right. The struggle is, it, it can be failure. It can be waste. It can be disappointment. And sometimes it will be. And each one of us has to choose, like, what am I willing to struggle for? What am I willing to risk? If if I go down this path and it doesn't work out, am I still going to be okay that I went down that path? And then is there is there a potential reward that's worth this this struggle, this grind? Am I willing to maybe I always call it the exchange rate. There's an exchange rate on everything, right? Yeah. Like, what will yeah. this cost me in time or effort or resources or whatever? What if I say yes to this? I'm saying no to something else automatically. But Ooh. is is it worth it going down this road? Yeah. And man, that's that's a game changer in life yeah so cool it is interesting yeah oh man jacob this is so cool man thank you thank you for sharing all this um so awesome any 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 last thoughts anything else that just kind of big takeaways from from your experience in in business life investing jumping anything else you want to share that has been been valuable to you you know
1: Things have changed so much since 2006 when I started doing this. You know, we're 2022. Everybody's a content creator. Um, all the things that I struggled to make happen, you can do it with the push of a button now. Um, you know what I mean? Like whether it's a website or a strategy, all the technical strategies, um, which at the time, like I used to teach him, like I got through it now. I'm like, there's a product for that. It's all easy. Like. So I think, you know, what qualifies us now is to just be connected to our purpose and and to be connected to our struggle and and to have chosen our struggle, you know? And um, so, you know, I'm in new iterations of myself too. And so you just got to realize that like things have changed. You know, the game has changed. Things that made me someone who who understood things then. You know, if I want to be 60 years old, and and still on my edge, I've got to I've got to let go of all those things that once made me someone who knew what I was doing uh, and be ready to just let my passion and my grind carve out, you know, who I become. So
0: it's oh, so good, right The The things that that got us to where we are, you, you may have to let go of some of those things and lean into the things that will get you where you want to go. And, and man, you're so right. It, the game changes, especially right now. Yeah. Like, there's never been yeah. a time in the history of the world where things change so rapidly. Yeah. Your technologies coming out all the time. And so right. as, as the game changes, you must change or you're going to get left behind. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's, it's changed a lot and you're right. It changes like at the, it's so quickly, like yeah. the tech, the technologies that w- that I used to do the things I did then, completely different so much easier and now the struggles that people are doing now they're different and you know the things that we're trying to orchestrate they're different they're on a different platform they're all the stuff that was then it's just ever now it's easy everybody knows how to do it everyone knows how to be a content creator everybody knows how to do a website promote something do a launch you know and those are things that back in the day it was like there wasn't a lot of ways to do it
0: right And And now you got
1: options for every single thing that was hard. It's like, oh well, yeah. So you got to really,
0: yeah, got to keep. We have to keep leveling up. Keep, keep staying hungry, man. I think just keep following the formula you gave us, and and just look at each part of your life there, like that, like that Venn, that Venn diagram, man, and the formula. Just like you said, just figure it out. Like whatever it is we want in life, man, figure out the formula, and want it. That's that's my big takeaway from today. Want it with such intensity. Have your mojo and reach for that thing. Just reach. Figure out the formula and mojo, just put man. in the price, yeah. and you got it
1: in your mojo. Yeah, yeah.
0: and it's. I like, would just tell.
1: I I train people like man. You you got like I would get fired up. I'd scream. I'd slap myself like because I knew. Today I got to hit that intensity level, or there's no there's no gains and so I think you're right Greg I think it's you got to approach your day like you approach that jump you know and you got to have your goals just out of reach you got to have it out of reach and then that day if you're going to get if you're going to get off the treadmill you got to run you got to hit it a little bit harder I think you're right man that is I think the takeaway
0: (laughs) oh awesome so awesome thank you brother thanks for being here man
1: yeah thanks Greg thanks for having
0: me